In 455, Rome was attacked by a Germanic tribe that meant wanderers. But because of some artistic liberties of storytelling during the 1600s, you can now say that all Vandals are Polish. Welcome Sina, to Two Thirds Focus. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Tradi traditions are made to be respected. I think some traditions we can leave in the last year. No, 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 not that. We don't need to. Uh, hey, not Jan, all traditions are how good. Are you? <laughs> Fuck off! I won't complain. Not all traditions are good traditions. We don't need them all. Uh, is this already the, um, the, the segue yeah. over? Okay, yeah, I'm confused. Hey guys. Hey. Hey Raz, how are you? Hi, I'm good. I'm good. Good. Well, I think I'm good. I've been painting stuff, so I've been breathing in interesting fumes. You've been painting? Why? Because a client wanted shit painted, and apparently there's no one else who wants to paint steel. Uh, yeah, for good reason. And yeah, I, I know. There's a very good reason why no one else <laughs> wants to do it. You picked it and you picked the best uh, temperatures for it. Always. No, it's inside. It's fine. Yeah, it's like minus three, so... The paint will no, be dry in a week. No, we had positive degrees today, which... Uh, that, that's a story for this week. How I absolutely fell on my arse. Okay, I need to uh, hear that, please. Yeah, so... Yeah, and um, grab the popcorn. <laughs> yeah. Norway, I mean, I, I talked about the blizzard we had previously. Then it started to rain, and it started to get warmer. I mean, warmer first, and then rain came, technically. Which means that all of this uh, snow we had started to turn into ice because it gets wet and then it gets a bit colder in the night and then it freezes, meaning half of Oslo and also sidewalks are ice. So I did the brilliant thing of walking outside and thinking, oh, I'm going to the forge. And I'm like, okay, like the steps down to the, to, to the road, that's, that's safe, that's clear. I, no, no problem. I, I'm a bit careful stepping onto the ice on the sidewalk and I walk over there across the road and then I'm going to go down the first hill and I put one foot into the hill, into the slope and suddenly I'm arse over tits at the bottom <laughs> So you optimized so, it What, what yeah, other no, well, people takes 200 <laughs> steps only took you one Yeah, uh, I was really efficient uh, but I realized that no, this is the first of like 12 bit of slopes and hills I'm walking oh, past damn. to the forge, so I gathered up the remnants of my bruised ego. <laughs> I I climb and scramble up the hill again, like holding on to the chain link fence and dragging myself upwards. Uh, get inside, get home. I rummage through the boxes I have of winter clothes and I find the slip-on spikes that yeah. you can put on your shoes. Yeah. I Holy get them also. on and I walk back to the forge and I walk two other people who also fall on their face, which makes me feel a little bit better about myself. Yeah, but it's, I mean, it's a season. It's like happening everywhere. I don't know if you have seen guys the videos about, it was probably in the US last week. It was absolutely crazy. All the roads, uh, sidewalks were uh, frozen and people were unable yeah. to the drive, walk, or they were all just sleeping around. Like you want to go somewhere, you just sleep on your belly. That's that's way more efficient and quicker. Yeah, I I mean, um, I think Greta sent you a video of a guy here in Norway who went to pick up his kid, and he was walking yeah. in the middle of the road yeah. with uh, with a small sleigh for the kid at the back, and then on skis, and he was just skiing everywhere. Yeah. And 
That's, Everybody else was great. like, yeah, you're the smart one. Yeah. I, I even saw a meme of someone using ice skates to get to work. That's yeah. nice. But but still, uh, if I think about it, I think it happened last year where we had the cold weather where I actually slipped and fell again. And I, that's when I realized I'm not the youngest anymore. Because <laughs> I, I don't know how it is for you, but it's just like by normal walking, like on the street or something, like it's been years since I actually fell the last yeah. time. And it freaking hurt. And it hurt for a week. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was like changing colors on the side of my ass, just like <laughs> dragging myself upstairs. And I'm like, dude, I remember as a kid, like sliding and falling all the time, getting up and just like going on about with yeah. no worry in the world. And it's oh, like, yeah, I mean, I, I still bounce when I fall. Uh, damn it. <laughs> yeah. A doctor so. told me once because I was, I was, uh, showing uh, my kid's leg to that doctor because he felt and he told me yeah don't worry kids are made of rubber for a reason they fell they hurt themselves the next day they are okay again because that's yeah. how they learn how to walk so Raz if you're still bouncing man <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't, complain, don't, don't complain when I say you're, you're young next time <laughs> no I'm not complaining I'm, 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 I'm just and I guess I'm mostly just enjoying the fact of being younger than you. Yeah, yeah, I know. I'm not. I'm not old though. I'm. Yeah. I'm vintage. You keep saying that. Yeah. And you keep saying it like it's the first time you say it. Yeah, because I want people to re- remember it. <laughs> <laughs> because you, you assume everyone else is as old as you are and forget things. Exactly. Oh <laughs> no, I just want the, the idea to be very clear for everyone. I'm not old. I'm vintage. Almost correct all now. So, but yeah, the rest of my week. Yeah, something I, has happened. You painted stuff and you fell. That's not enough. No, it's not enough because okay. the, I, I mean it's not another good story. But uh, I had a meeting on Tuesday with a steel company uh, half an hour south of Oslo uh, about them donating some steel to us here in Norway to uh, Blacksmith Guild in Norway, so to speak, so that we can make. Uh, it's called log dogs. For Ukraine, so that they can build trenches. Oh, I saw that Insta story. Yeah, this is a project that's been going on in the um, community that is called Blacksmithing Without Borders. And especially the Swedes have been doing a really good job of making log dogs. Like, uh, think big staples for timber, holding it fast while you're hewing logs, but also useful for constructing things. And the Ukrainians have been using a lot of them to build trenches down there. So, because the Swedes have been doing so well, they are shaming all of us Norwegians. So we have to step up. <laughs> so it's a pride scene. Uh, so I went down there and I got some 60 meters of steel donated, pre-cut. And I, uh, I'll be sort of helping out distributing that to the community in Norway and hopefully even getting a weekend together where we can just gather people into Forge and make a good bunch of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, which, of course, I hope I will have time for in between all the other nonsense I'm supposed to be doing. But that's a different story. <laughs> uh, on the way there, I also stopped by the furnace casting company and I picked up the new parts for, or the, the cast parts for my gas forge, the big rim burner that I have been have been thinking of building for two years. It's over two years since I bought the parts. And now oh, I have wow. the last bit that I need. Uh, Some apart things from need the- proper planning. Yeah. And procrastination. I've been oh. really efficient about a lot of <laughs> other things. Uh, and then I went even further south uh, in Norway, ne- nearly to the border of Sweden, and I bought anvils. Again? 
Yes. How many? I, you you bastard! I saw that Two. forty kilogram emboss, and I was just like, "Oh, that that would be my baby." I, I would, yeah. I've been looking for one for so long, and I could not yeah, find like one cute. out of the area. Yeah, it's a perfect size because you can actually still carry it around without like lifting out your bag. Yeah, and that, that's that's the reason. So I'll be teaching at least well in next weekend, uh, the weekend after this is published. Uh, I'll be traveling about an hour north and a bit east of Oslo to teach a blacksmithing class. And I had the realization here that, ooh, like four of the six anvils I have now weigh more than 100 kilos. Yeah, that's a lot to carry around. Maybe I should try to get some smaller ones that are easier to move about. Yeah. So that's what I've been doing. I've been buying smaller anvils so that I can have something to travel with. You're running out of friends to move your shit. <laughs> Don't tell them, please. <laughs> No, uh, I'll, I'll honestly. Uh, well, uh, yeah, I got um, I got this blacksmithing class now next weekend, and at the first weekend of March, I might be going down to Kristiansan Vitaria and teach a blacksmithing class down there. Nice. Maybe if we can sort out a good spot for it to be, which okay. means I need to have like depending on how many anvils he can get a hold of down there. There's a maybe a need for me to keep a few small ones, but also I'm teaching so much that I more often than not have a, at least one student after the class coming up to me and saying how do I get a hold of an anvil so honestly I've reached the point where I think it makes sense for me to actually start just buying up anvils yeah. and resell them yeah yeah absolutely if you have a place to store them and you can find them yeah don't remind me about that yeah that's the problem just keep with them in your anvils <laughs> like ballast yeah exactly Tra it's all for the traction winter time no, but yeah, I, I agree. If you can find them, just buy them. Because here, uh, finding an anvil in good condition uh, for a reasonable price is just like, it, yeah. it's really, really difficult. Yeah. Yeah, but but that's, the, that's the key though. I'm not looking for reasonably priced. And I'm also not in a hurry to buy an anvil. No, you don't. I mean, yeah, now for sure. I technically but am, if you're but... looking for anvils in like, in, well, at least in my area, if you're looking not for normal eBay, but like the eBay, the aerial eBay that we have, it's like yeah. kind of like a, Facebook marketplace. Um, Ninety percent of the people already start the sentence with vintage, yeah, or yeah. deco, yeah. and you know they're just gonna ask like a shit ton of money for something that's actually most of them need to be resurfaced because they're banged up so bad. Yeah, so it's just not worth it. Yeah, so no, um, I, I have the benefit of not being in a hurry, mm -hmm. and also have been. Uh, keeping a track of a lot of animals that have been posted online for the last six months. So basically okay. what I'm doing, I've actually reached out to people who posted a while back and say, hey, is this still available? Can we discuss the, discuss the price? Mm -hmm. So the 40 kilo one I bought yesterday, I paid uh, 160 uh, quid for. That's good. That and this, I, I paid really... the same for the small, tiny steak animal. Uh, most good. of them I managed to talk down from 200 something. Yeah, yeah. That's great. Rescue as so, many anvils as you can. Yes, rescue. I need yeah. to keep that word. That, that's save. a good word for what I'm doing. Oh, there's a quote. Not instead of, there's instead a, of hoarding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's a quote for Maury that I really like. Save an anvil, a bang of blacksmiths. I really like that. So, yeah. 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 <laughs> if you can rescue an anvil, save an anvil, do it. Uh, it's better to be in, in a shop than just rusting uh, in someone else's garden. Yeah. So, yeah, anyway. Anyway, how's your week, Red? Uh, how is it? 
Did you fix your car? Uh, no, I didn't have to this week. So wow. Yeah. <laughs> and did you use <laughs> your car? Just got came back on, or uh, kind of, yeah. Uh, can, wow. Kind of. Uh, I, I, are you sure that's not the mode, the engine overheating? No, 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 no. I checked. I checked. <laughs> so no, uh, uh, surprisingly, it was working again. The problem it seems to be that I don't have a heater if I'm sitting in my car for too long, uh, even though the the engine is running. But when I'm driving, like normally, the thing is um, working normally so yeah anyway didn't have to fix my car this week hmm. uh i actually started working on four different videos which wow. is kind of stupid wow. and insane yeah. yeah uh i shot one already so i just have to edit uh, edit that um it will be the probably the first video of this year it will be a quick shop tour of the new shop uh, because I did that uh, when it was completely done for my patrons only but I, I wanted to do a, um, another version for uh, YouTube so that's short I need needs uh, editing I'm working on two other video at the moment as we speak today I was turning wood I was making a ball which was Ooh. something I haven't, I haven't done in a while uh, so that was fun uh, and, you, you, and you're sure you made a ball and not a funnel no no I made a ball yeah but it didn't turn into a funnel no it's it, it, for, for now it's just like a clean blank uh, okay. So it's it's not. Was that the picture where you were like covered in ant blood? I was, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I, I was. I mean, I'm turning. I'm turning paddock. So paddock is this beautiful yeah. red. That's expensive color. Uh, wood, uh, not easy to turn. So I'm I'm really taking my time. Uh, because I don't want to screw up the blanks that Dan uh, graciously uh, sent me a wide back. Uh, so I'm, I'm, I'm being very careful. So today I didn't have the time to do everything, but I just cleaned up the blank like on two sides, uh, yeah. the, face, the face on the side, uh, put them to size, and tomorrow I will try to turn them into proper bolts uh, for the project but the project is not making a ball it's a little bit bigger than that but i need two balls made out of paddock so anyway uh i started that interesting yeah kind of mystery but we will see i i'm i hope you will like it i also started working on the second or third video yeah i, I guess it's a third uh that will be uh with laser engraving uh glass which is kind of a challenge because you can't engrave glass with a laser engraver just like that because glass doesn't like uh, lasers like it's reflecting uh, light and so on yeah. and so on so you have and to a bit heat sensitive yeah so you have to to go through a whole process to in in, in order to do that but oh. same thing engraving the glass is not the final uh it's it's just part of the process it's not the final product the video is not about yeah. just engraving glass you can find that kind of video uh, on youtube but that i think that's kind of boring i mean if you are showing the process at least it should lead to some something else more interesting or whatever and the last video I'm, I will probably start shooting this weekend it will be a giveaway because I, I have too many lasers now <laughs> so um, that, I, that's a sentence <laughs> yeah no I have three um, and and I need to get rid of at least one 
So I decided to make a giveaway uh, to celebrate in advance the, my 75,000 subscribers on YouTube. I'm at nice. 74 something, something. I don't care. Yeah, I'm yeah. not going to wait. Uh, I have it. I just want to give back somehow to the people uh, watching my videos and supporting my work and so on and so on. So uh, that's what I'm, I'm, I'm going to do. But I have this stupid idea of not just doing um, a, a random giveaway with a random draw by any AI somewhere. I just want to... I would like to turn it into a treasure hunt somehow. So I'm, I'm thinking about it. So I've started working on a video, on the concept of the video. So, sorry. <clears throat> What sort of treasure hunt are you talking about? More like a internet scavenger hunt kind of thing? Yes, yeah, scavenger or, hunt. Uh, so yeah, like you need to solve riddles. Yeah, that that kind, kind of, of stuff. Yeah, I'm not right. gonna ask people to go in the forest and to dig a body and look into the right pockets. Fun, to, yeah, it could be fun, but I would have to go somewhere and and bury a body, and I prefer to burn them. Anyway, um, I uh, riddles and <laughs> like questions, and we'll see. Mm -hmm. um, and yeah, I think it could be fun just to do that instead of just oh, put your name in the comments and and we'll draw a winner. I mean. I, w I want to turn that into a little game and and if someone doesn't win the thing at least he maybe will have fun for uh, a few hours trying to solve the riddles and yeah so that's basically nice. my week what about you Jan? um so i've been still doing some self-maintenance you can say that <laughs> in my age um yeah i i because of the prom uh the stomach problems I had coming back. Yeah. I've been taking it slow. Yeah. Uh, however, I've been well taking it slow with, with food. Like can can you eat normally now? I can eat normal to an extent. Yeah. Um it's like I don't I've already figured out it's not good having like two warm big meals right yeah. after one another. Yeah. Um but I don't want to do that anyway. I, I kind of changed around a little bit like what I eat, like less okay. meat, um, less fats, less sugar, uh, because I feel I can actually now feel how it directly impacts my health Yeah. while doing so. So um, I guess I messed up quite a lot of my stomach with that bacteria I Ooh. caught. Yeah. Um, I also have to take medicine to build up mm -hmm. the stomach again. So it's not that harmless, but it's, um, it's getting better. Cool. Um, the nice benefit about it is i have a ton of energy at the moment that's nice yeah um so i have a new railing on my terrace now because i sought to get into wood and mounted that after um finishing work today um nice i started testing out the laser i received yeah. from you yeah because i really want to go um or get into um leatherworking mm -hmm. um i also like the last couple of days during lunch i played around a little bit with uh, fusion 360 yeah to uh basically do some drawings and um some oh how do you call it patterns 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 thank yeah. you yes so to create some patterns with that so that was fun and uh, kind of challenging to get back into it because it turns out if you don't use fusion or any program for over a year uh, yeah. you basically start from zero um 
yeah, I've been I, I just doing stuff like that. Um, also been started doing sports, so I have like different sport programs for the Oculus. Like Ooh. going on walks outside is still a little bit tricky because I don't know how fast I have to be back home. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, be careful with that. Yeah, yeah, I'll yeah. go in the woods. Exactly. Yeah. No. <laughs> I mean, uh, the, the, you, you at some point you learn that it's always advantageous to have a um, emergency bug roll with you. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, but all all jokes aside, like I can I can feel the change. I'm doing a lot better, and it is so much fun getting back into it. So there's, uh, I also finished a couple of shelves. Like when we moved into the house, we took apart some built-in shelves from mm -hmm. a carpenter um uh, to in order to paint it and then put it back together and it's just been like taking half apart with our stuff in the bedroom on the side and it's like with everything it's like it kind of works so you just leave it and you forget about it yeah and i remember coming back after well laying in bed for a week after coming back from thailand and looking in that like half painted shelf on the side and i just like nope and the first thing if i can walk again is i'm gonna paint that fucking thing <laughs> and so i did and i put it together and it took after work it took about three hours to complete the whole thing and i've been taking it off for six years yeah that's that's the like, scene this is the crazy thing about it and i think for of the six year probably five and a half years i completely forgot about it But, yeah, f yeah. F first you, you you put something aside because you are in a hurry and then you forgot about it and it stays up for years and when you do finally do it you realize that it took like nothing like no. time wise it was very quick to finish and you could have done that years ago but that's not the point the point is that you finished it and, and you, you should be really happy and, and proud I, about and yourself and I think this is something that um, I believe Brad mentioned once with the FW podcast um, where he said that he loves to <laughs> the what yeah, exactly the what the who the who the what uh, he loves cross, um, crossing off stuff from lists yeah finishing something that's been sitting for so long and it didn't even take long it's just on the one side it's an amazing feeling on the other side I could hit myself in the head because it's just like why why did I wait that long yeah no you you you've got a, a good point Brett mentioned that in a podcast like a long time ago and I started doing it like making lists and check the list every single day and the pro my productivity went up like crazy it was amazing Th and those yeah are just made up words rest that you were holding into the camera <laughs> yeah yeah but two of them are crossed out Yeah, I can do that as well. Like make a word and cross them out. Like yeah, oh, I was so good today. No, like I completed them. I'm proud of myself. Yeah, no, no, but but Brett's advice was was actually very beneficial to me. So if if you haven't tried that at home, if you are listening to this or to um, Fools with Tools podcast, try it. Make a list in the morning or the day before. And, and stick to your list the next day. At the end of the day, you'll be able to cross most of the things that you have on your list. And that that's that's brilliant. That's a great feeling. Yeah, I, I, I do it a lot to sort of keep track of uh, small immediate tasks mm -hmm. that I need to do. Yeah. Like they can be quick, but it's more like, oh, I need to reply. I need to send emails to this company and ask about that. I yeah. need to reply to these people. I need to update that. And like it's a lot of tiny things administrative things that uh in my notion system where i keep track of everything yeah. they're so small that they're just annoying to write up and put in there yeah so yeah. i just keep a, a, 
uh, a small notepad by my computer and like and, and by all means it might take me a week to finish off like the two three items I put on that list because I'm an idiot I forget things or it's like oh I'm waiting on that bit or mm-hmm. I get distracted by Elden Ring yeah. or something there's, there's also <laughs> yeah, that's always a possibility right um, the well what I did this week or what I realized what was actually most fun about it is um I tend or I used to be lazy, especially last year where I just, if something broke, I bought it like a lamp instead of like taking it apart and see if like, maybe it's just a few stuff like that. So the lamp died just before we were left for Thailand in the bathroom. Mm. And I actually took it apart. I opened it up. I looked at the transformer because it's like an led lamp and Mm -hmm. yeah, it's a transformer shot, but seems like it's only the fuse. So I'm just going to solder out the fuse get a replacement, try that, because it's got a couple of cents before I like, get a new one. Yeah. Uh, the, the same with the shelves. Um, also, other stuff. Um, I Last year, I used to go and go like, oh my god, I'm so, like, if I'm hungry, I, di- I don't have time to prepare something, and I just go to a bakery and I buy something. Mm-hmm. Um, starting this year, and because I have to be really careful what I'm eating, I yeah. started preparing my own food. That means, like, uh, like oatmeal for breakfast. Mm-hmm. But I'm wow. preparing it. Yeah, but I, I hate oatmeal with water. So, yeah. but what you have to do is like you should prepare it at least four hours ahead or overnight. So yeah. I prepare the oatmeal with the milk and the oats and like some raisins. I prepare that in the evening. To in the morning, I just basically use some apple stuff and like that and add it to it to get my breakfast. Okay, sounds so good. So I'm it's just those small things. Um, making my own dinner, making my own lunches, like preparing my food, uh, actually planning ahead. Yeah, and this is um, stuff that is really rewarding by Absolutely. knowing everything. What you, for some people that's completely normal, mm-hmm. and then there's other like I know back when I was living in the US, I would never like buy or seldom buy groceries and always eat out. It's just yeah. different cultures and different things. But if you actually do everything yourself and you have control over everything, it's kind of really interesting and rewarding. Is that something that you do? Uh, because of your your uh, problem with your stomach or is that because it's the beginning of the year and so it's like kind of the good changes that you want to implement in your life you know what it used to be like in the back it used to be always like that um those those changes and good that's a nice segue by the way and you just ruined it it started with my stomach this um this year yeah but kind of like it was in welcome. The stomach is a welcome excuse to mm-hmm. further get into it. Yeah. So it's it's it was just a time for you, the, the opportunity that you have because of this bad exactly. thing happening to you. And it doesn't matter yeah. that it's like January, but it's uh, for me. It's more important. It's after a vacation. I'm actually relaxed. I got I got back and I'm like relaxed. It's yeah for me. And it could have been like in the middle of June last year. Yeah, but, but you you have so you have just... the energy and the motivation back to to start new things and to get into it now. Yeah, I need I needed to change something because of my health, and it's a welcome excuse to go full blown and just certainly well, yeah. like everything I do, just go a little bit over the top with it, but uh, not in an unhealthy way this time, I believe. 
No, no. It's I mean, I mean, everything that you said about what you are doing right now sounds great. But you are right. Not overdoing it is is uh, one of my problems mm -hmm. as well. When I started uh, to work <laughs> to start working out again, I I wanted to do too much too soon, and and that's how I fucked up my arm for for a year. Uh, so you have to take it slow at that at first, and then you you keep pushing and pushing and and you reach the point where you wanted to be yeah. at at some point but yeah it takes time so just don't worry talking about overdoing it on i believe sunday um i got a new program for the oculus mm -hmm. for, for the vr headset and i started trying it out and it was so much fun and it's like a fitness workout program but it was so much fun and after a while suddenly the battery went empty of my headset and i was just like oh why is it already empty maybe because i haven't used it too long maybe i forgot to charge it so i put it on the charger again, did something else, got back, and it's like was charged like 80%, and I played again till it was empty again. Wow. And oh, wow. I realized like something's wrong because the, with the targets coming at me, I can't really lift my arms anymore. Yeah. I, I switch off the headset. It's dark outside. I've been playing a total like that game for like three and a half hours. Oh, wow. This game. So yeah. I've been working oh, out for three and a half hours. The next day, I could barely get out of bed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because it's one of those where you it actually measures like how fast you punch. So it's uh -huh. not just yeah, like yeah. You, you just like wave at the, the goals coming or that those symbols coming at you but you actually have to hit them you have to hit them in the right angle and half of that stuff is like walls coming at you so you have to either dodge them and just do squats like basically yeah, go yeah, down yeah. completely Damn. and i've been doing that for three and a half hours the next day wow. i was barely able to like walk <laughs> it was brutal it was so much fun but this is like yeah talking about overdoing it <laughs> yeah i mean it it works then Oh yeah, absolutely. Oh, that it's genius. Like it, I never thought I would be able to get an um, a workout like that. We have something similar with the the Nintendo Switch, and my kids love it. And he can run in front of that TV for like two hours, jumping and doing squats mm. and all that. I, I, it's really difficult for me to get into that kind of stuff. Not because I don't want to work out or, or, or do sports, but in front of, of a screen, I would rather. Uh, run on a treadmill watching a movie than playing that kind of game see what I mean but have you tried them though oh yeah yeah I have because okay. I not on the switch but we had the same the similar thing with the Wii back in the days and it was yeah, fun Wii it was, yeah, yeah Wii Sport and that was fun but that was also fun because of the balancing that we had. We had a game where you were ski jumping. And so if you don't keep the balance on the on the Wii board, like yeah. your character will fall and, and it will be a, a mess. But that was fun. But just pretending to run in front of a, of a TV and and just not moving forward is, is too weird for me. I I yeah. think these new games are better, though. Yeah, I think no, you might like you them. Yeah, feel like you're playing a yeah. game. And the one I'm doing right now is actually like a mixed martial arts one, which is freaking fantastic. Yeah, because it's VR, um, so it, you're really into it. Yeah, yeah, that, that is true. But I think there are games other than that, like you can do in front of the TV. Like when if the game is well made, you mm -hmm. forget that it's an actual workout and you just have fun playing a game yeah, and you put in sure. the, the movement so i did i had the quest for quite some time the vr headset mm -hmm. and i 
for some reason always had that like oh no the weather is nicer outside or i have something else to do so i never did the sports program yeah. on the quest till now also because i was forced to because i wasn't able to leave the house yeah so um i this is why i started with it now it's actually fun and i'm gonna integrate it but i bet you guys also have something like that from like where you i don't know it's like last year where you said it's like no i'm not gonna do that and then this year it's just like yeah i'm gonna concentrate on that more not as a new year's resolution but just something like yeah i mean there's there's always things in the business that i i look back on and i'm like oh yeah i could have like communicated that better with the customer mm-hmm. or when i did that project i started in the wrong end i should have known that or i know better now mm-hmm. that i should be doing it this way instead yeah mm-hmm. and i mean a lot of those might not be direct failures but they're definitely things that you can learn from and take with you onwards yeah i don't see i, I wouldn't qualify them as failure but definitely I something mean, it, that you yeah, learn did, from I, yeah, I had I had the centerpiece for the well where I was just not able to complete it in a good way and make it stick together the way I wanted. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. yeah, that kind of was a failure. I mean, I did something else and I made that work, but the initial thought failed. Was it your your thought or the client's one? Yeah, no, that was mine. Yeah, but you didn't betray your client though, because you delivered a good product and something that he liked. So it's, yeah. it's only a failure for you on your on your standards. Did the customer know that it didn't turn out? Like, did he see drawings before that? So he know that it didn't oh, turn yeah, out that yeah. way? I mean, we had a couple of talks in, uh, around it. And I'm like, yeah, I. Uh, well, the first thing was I had the idea of that fish that was sort of leaping and bending mm-hmm. and coming back down again as a centerpiece, uh, which I st- still think might have been like the absolute best version of this. Yeah. Uh, but also it might have been even more difficult to make proper than what I tried to do and failed at. But that's more like I I didn't have the time enough left to figure out all the problems I now encountered and could see. Yeah, that that's that's it. That's exactly it. If you had three more months to complete that project with nothing else yeah. on the table, you would have done it perfectly. Abs- yeah, absolutely. And, and it would have been matching your thoughts exactly. Mm. So you did your best... Another condition that you were under, like you had you had a restriction of time, of budget, and and yeah. and a lot of stuff. So you did your best. I wouldn't consider that as a failure at all, because the idea that you can have about a project and the final project that you deliver can be quite different. But as long as it exceeds the your customer uh, needs or or. Uh, requirements or what, what he, like the hopes and dreams of what he ordered yeah. that's great that's good you're above and beyond so th- th- that's not a failure in any way it's just for you like a, you've been um, it's a deception maybe for you not being able to push it all the way through the original idea that you had yeah maybe I didn't think about it like that but maybe you're right maybe there's something to that you're welcome. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I at least know that when I communicate with clients in the future, mm-hmm. especially when it comes to big jobs, it's also communicate with them that I have other obligations. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're all blacksmithing related. Yeah, I'm doing blacksmithing full time. Yeah. But I only have at most two days a week to dedicate to a project because of the other things I got going on. Yeah. And then communicating actually to say that 
yeah, my the budget you're buying for might be seven days, but that's not seven consecutive days. That that's a really good point, and that's something I always forget. Forget when I have um, custom orders to do for clients, I usually take. Uh, they ask how long it will will it take, and I say it mm. will take that many days to make and that many days to be to be delivered to your place. But I often forget to say. But I have other stuff to do before your project, be it before to be free for you. Yeah. I have other orders to complete. Mm-hmm. So yeah, better communication with clients is, is, is absolutely a good point and, and something to keep in mind from, for me as well. Yeah, uh, which, which is why I really like to have like only email communications with clients. Mm-hmm. Do I have to keep the paper trail? It's kind of, yeah. It, it's one thing is to document everything being said. Mm-hmm. Uh, Another is just to the fact of being able to take the time to formulate uh, or to, to, to speak as clearly as possible about a specific thing. Like we, when, you, when you're talking about like vague abstract concepts, yeah, having them on the phone might be easier. Yeah. But when you want to nail down specific details or give a quote for something, that should, I feel like that should be in writing. Yeah. And, and very seldomly do I have... Uh, clients where we're talking about abstract things because I I don't really do art stuff yet it's all within pre- well yeah but even if I were to do art stuff I I'm not sure I would want to take on a client for it why not um, first off because I don't feel good in that aspect of things yet so I would want to make my own things mm-hmm. and sort of develop show people this is my style mm-hmm so that when they come to me and say they want something artsy made, I can show them, okay, here's the style I'm working in. Yeah. I can deviate a little bit, but this is my style. Yeah, yeah. Instead of having a client come up to me and they have something absurd in their mind mm-hmm. that uh, they can't communicate with me. So when I start to give them sketches of things, it doesn't match at all. Yeah, absolutely. So sort of as a way of preparing both myself and, and the client, like, yeah, like... I don't mind doing artsy things. I kind of like that. But it needs to sort of fit in with everything else I'm doing. And yeah, I also have not have been have the luxury and the time to prioritize just doing arty things just for art. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Also, not sure if I would even be able to sell it or how that would go about because I'm so ingrained in being a practical blacksmith, if I can say that, opposed to being artsy. Are you using any... I mean, I know you're using Notions, but is there anything you're using, like, for example, MS Projects or something? For no, the... I, I only have Notion to keep track of things. Okay. Well, are you thinking about any spe- anything specific? There is uh, MS Projects, like Microsoft Projects, where you can actually allocate, like, planning, fabrication, presentation, or... Um, preliminary acceptances so you can yeah. all would you put all of that in a timeline and if you do that together with like normal jobs like preparing for markets and stuff like that you can actually plan out your whole year time-wise and also you have a really good overview of what is planned and what's the actual or what you actually needed and adjust accordingly uh i i can do all of that in notion mm-hmm. i have built rough systems to do all of that but i've not been good about using them okay yeah, because this is something for the long term. Like if you do that two or three years, and you can yeah. also, for example, see improvements about amounts of stuff you made and how much faster you gotten with it and adjust accordingly. 
So for me, especially with the special machinery that I used to sell, that was really important tool because um, everyone could like from the engineering department over manufacturing, like everybody could put in their time when there was a holdup and parts not delivered. Like it was, everybody was able to update it, but you had like a timeline and a plan and then how you deviated from it. And you can put in the notes like why stuff didn't go the way it was or so especially like if a customer calls you up everybody who looks into that meeting or into that um, planning can tell like yes we are delayed about two weeks at the moment because xy didn't deliver the parts on time and this is why we're hold up and waiting on parts stuff like that yeah so actually what i'm thinking now one thing is yeah i should be using that part of notion better and more but also i think notion has the ability i'm fairly certain it does that you can make certain pages public mm. and i can just give that link to the client and they can uh, without having to email me they can go in there and see when was the last update mm-hmm. what was the last thing done what's the newest pictures what's the newest sketches yeah and all of that now granted depending on the size of the project that might not be needed currently like 90 percent of everything i do is something that could be completed in two days. Also, or at you least... have to keep it up to date. This is also work. Yeah, yeah. And that, that requires work as well. Yeah. But whereas, uh, for example, with the big job concerning the well now and uh, railings next to that and a gate and all of it, mm-hmm. maybe, I sh- maybe I actually should move forward and get all of that into Notion so I can actually just send it to the customer so at least they can see without bothering me that, yeah, shit are going on. Yeah, it's always something you have to like level out because um, yeah. it it's easily happens that you over-organize yourself and then you spend more time writing lists and um, putting stuff into different planning software instead of actually doing the work. Mm. And if you're not catching up with one of them or like you let one slide, then suddenly it's a lot more work half a year later to keep it like put it up to date again. And it's basically for nothing. So you always have to, to consider if it's even worth doing that. I, yeah, I have the as I fun... said, for, for large cl- projects, that's probably nice, especially when it's lots of moving parts or it's, yeah. a, it's, it's a big job in some aspect or another. Then that's probably a good idea, especially when you're talking about a timeline that's a month ahead. I'm, I'm kind of l- lucky when it comes to that because we work in corporate. We have like a lot of the Microsoft stuff. So we have Teams, for example. Yeah. Uh, Teams has uh, fully integrated now a option, or it's probably been there for way longer, but we're now using it, where you can um, put a to-do list in Teams and you can send mm. it out to other like team members. And the nice thing about that one is you can put a time on it, like a due date, and you, oh, you receive yeah. emails like Teams actually sends you on Outlook an email and it will tell you this task is two days overdue. Tomorrow, there's another task that is due. And by the way, in the next week, there's going to be following tasks that's also going to be due. So you're getting an email. Oh, first yeah, of yeah. all, getting on your nerves that you didn't do what you yeah. were supposed to do. <laughs> Um, it's always fun when they come from marketing and you're like, ah, that's going to be trouble again. (laughs) (laughs) And, um, then you see, but it also not just that tells you that you're overdue with something. It also gives you an update about also other jobs that are supposed to be done in the near future. So this is like really helpful tool. I don't know if you have access to teams though. Like this is just one of the benefits, but like I said, you can start writing in like five different calendars and at one point you just writing lists instead of actually doing work so 
Yeah. No, t- the way I'm using Notion, because it's only me, mm-hmm. uh, sticking to Notion is easy. And I have two tabs of Notion open all the time. One is always sort of my task list. Mm-hmm. And the other is whatever I need more information from at the moment, whether that's keeping track of the classes I'm doing or if that's uh, keeping track of orders or inventory and all of that. Mm -hmm. So for me, at least, I feel like Notion covers everything. I'm not sure. I think it would work fairly well when you work in smaller groups, but I'm not sure how good it is when you're talking about large teams of things. But... Then again, uh, in my word, my world, that's not really an issue because yeah. Yeah. at most in the near future, uh, there might be one more, but even that is years in the future, I think. Yeah. Whatever works for you. I mean, y- y- you know Notion uh, very well. You've used it for years. So if you can just set up your schedule in Notion and don't bother with anything else, because if you're starting to use another software, you will have to take time yeah. to learn the new software, and that's and set it up, yeah, and get familiar up, yeah, with yeah, it, exactly. And all that. and that all that amount of time is not time that you're spending working on other stuff. So if you have a quick, efficient way of organizing your work, just go for it. I make lists. Uh, I've tried Notion, yeah. and and I don't have the discipline to log in every morning to just check or look at the reminders or just uh, before going to bed, uh, write everything down into Notion. I grab a piece of paper, I write what I have to do uh, the next day, I do it and then throw it away and take another piece of paper. And that works for me. Mm. That That's how I am efficient because I know this piece of paper is on, don't punch your microphone. <laughs> I'm editing. Oh, no one will know. Yeah, Red, you've been waiting like a year to say that. <laughs> it's payback time, baby. You see, yeah, exactly. you see the smile on his face. Like, New year, roles are switched around. Just... No, but I have this piece of paper on my desk and it's bothering me to have it. So I I, I cross the things on the list to just get rid of it and I and, and get my... Um, clean desk back again so that that's how I work but it doesn't mean that that it it's, it could be working for someone else oh post post-its are wonderful yeah yeah I mean I, I'm still using post-its as I said but to keep track of like all of the tiny things yeah but just reminding me of people to I need to reach out to things to follow up on just to finish that thought you know why post-its are so great because you can throw them out no because if you use like the bright colors and you put them somewhere that on something that you have to do and they will annoy you yeah and the oh, yeah. even better thing is if you wait long enough the stickiness goes away and they just fall off and you can forget about it <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah that's, that's true. true as well uh but red yeah i had a question i have a question for you yeah uh because you're not have the discipline to use notion how do you, if you do, keep track of the hours you work? Uh, uh, life. It's it's pretty easy because because <laughs> because I have I have uh, stuff to do every day at the same uh, at the exact same time. Like no, okay. Let me let me rephrase that then. Do you do anything to keep track of how much time you spend? Talking to customers, doing office work, actually doing leather work, YouTube editing, um, filming. Have you separated that up to see 
actually what you're spending most of your time doing. No, and that's a good point. That's something I'm trying to work on mm. this year. Uh, earlier, you were talking about what what can be improved uh, this year, what we want yeah. to focus on. And um, I, I have a few things that I want to get better at. Like my presence online last year was limited because of all the work that I had to do in the apartment. So for like six months, I was kind of off uh, the grid. Yeah. Uh, and and when you and after that I, I I was I had no internet like so to speak. So when you are that long, out of Instagram, Facebook, uh, almost uh, the same for YouTube. I tried to make videos, but it was not the same pace than compared to uh, what I've been doing before. When you are out of the grid for, I, I keep using out of the grid. It was not the case, but out of the, out of the loop, maybe. Out, out of the loop, yeah. maybe, or, or out of the habit mm-hmm. of posting every day. Uh, it's it's kind of a luxury that you get back. Like you, you don't have to think about it because you know that you can't do it anyway. So mm. you don't have to think about it. And it's more time for you, your family and, and whatever you want to do uh, aside from just being online. So that's something I want to get back to and get better at because being out of YouTube for a year, then getting back at it, then off again for a few months, um, it, it really impacted uh, my channel, my the growth of my channel and therefore the revenue that I make uh, of, out of my channel. So I want to be to be back at it uh, on a regular basis and doing good content to just, yeah, get, get back and get better at it. So that's one thing. Um, and, and therefore, in order to, to be able to do that, I have to keep track of time uh, with more discipline. I have to be better at splitting my time between making stuff, um, being online, posting stuff, making content, talking to clients, um, working on my Etsy shop, working on my uh, website and and all the aspects of my professional life. So that's really something that I need to do because for now it's like a big blurb of stuff that I have to do. Like I wake up in the morning, the kid is at school, my wife is at work, and I have all day till three thirty in the afternoon. At that time, I go. I have to leave the house to go fetch the kid uh, at school, and after that, there is all the activities that I have to um, uh, drive him to and 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 fetch him back. Uh, plus all my uh, activities or or um, obligation. Um, in the evening or at night <clears throat> with my classes, uh, with my family and so on and so on. So I, I have most of my day or days till 3.30 free. And I can also work sometimes at night or in the evening. But f- so far, it's it's a big... Uh, all this time that I, I have to work is just work. It's sometimes later working. It's sometimes working on a website. It's sometimes creating videos. It depends on what I have to do next and and what's the uh, 
Uh, my system is is pretty easy. I, I told you about about that you guys to you guys and probably in the podcast as well. I consider uh, yes two things: what's urgent and what's important, mm. and I yeah. I um, sort them out in important, uh, not urgent, and so on and so on. So what's important and urgent, I try to do it now, like the next day or today, if I if I need to, if I if I can. So being more uh, disciplined about uh, allocating time to the website, to Etsy, to YouTube, to leatherworking, to woodworking, to blacksmithing uh, in a smart way is really something that I, I, I want to work on. Uh, it's not easy. I have the discipline to work every day on the stuff that needs to be done or uh, put that aside if there is an emergency in the family or whatever. Uh, and and I will compensate by uh, playing less or sleeping less or sleeping faster or whatever to to still do what I have to do. But for now, like I don't see myself working on the website every every morning for thirty minutes because if one day I'm, I I just don't want to work on the website. It would be a real pain in the ass for me to do that 30 minutes. And it would probably screw up the rest of my day and I would not be efficient or productive that day because of that damn 30 minutes that I would have spent on my website that I didn't want to spend on my website that day. Yeah, it it sort of breaks your flow too much. Exactly, yeah. Yeah. So I try to go with the flow, try to go with my mood, but still uh, I'm able to do whatever needs to be done. I just need to be more organized, probably. Like, I'm smarter about that. And, and just not... I've on this board on my left, like, 20 things written down and, and not doing them because oh, I don't feel like it today. Or uh, it, it means it's, it's, again, three days nonstop working on the computer. And at the moment, I don't want to do that because I want to be more productive. And for me, being producti- productive means producing, pro- producing stuff that I will sell to a client or send to someone or making a video. For me, that, that, yeah. that's, the, that's what productive means. I mean, the, the, the things you actually earn money from. Exactly. But it, it uh, also implies that I need the website. I need the Etsy shop. I need uh, YouTube videos. I need to be online for, uh, for people to know me and, and to be able to reach to me if they want to order something. So I have to be there as well. But that's not the part of the job that is fun. So that's really something that requires discipline and... and uh, yeah, I, I'm working on it. So that's really something that yeah. I want to be to be better at this year. Yeah. You and me both. Yeah. So let's I mean, try it together. Yeah. My my reason for asking sort of that time management question mm-hmm. is one thing is like, do you actually know how many hours you work each week and what you spend your time doing? Usually, because let the I, quick. It was the long, the long answer. The quick answer would yeah. be uh, at least six hours a day. If I, I'm not happy if yeah. I haven't worked six every hours a day. Single day. Every single or? day. Is yeah. Sunday included. I, I don't take a break. No. I try to have six. Well, uh, that's not entirely true. Uh, it's not a resolution, but that that's kind of a uh, something that my wife um, asked me to do or imposed on me because she wanted me to have uh, a real day off during the week. Snuggle time. Yeah, and and just or, or, <laughs> yeah, but, but no, but that's true. Like just for 
um, to be with her and to be with my, my, my kid, it's when you are self-employed, it's easy to forget that you have a family because you are so caught up in everything that you have to do that you just forget that spending time with them is actually the reason uh, you decided to be self-employed, like to, to manage your time more efficiently for them, to be with them. So taking a day off when my, my wife is uh, as a day off, and thankfully it's the day my kid is also off uh, from school, we get to spend our Wednesday together, the all the full day, the whole day. We can yeah. do stuff together. That's great. That's a, 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 a an opportunity that not many have when they have a family. They have to work a, every every day, so we are lucky to have that. And usually we don't work on Sundays because that's the day we visit family and so on and so on. We so I try to have this weekend, the Sunday and the Wednesday. It's like two days apart, but these two days I'm not working. I try. I'm trying to be with my family so other than that I want to be working at least six hours a day and I'm really happy when I'm doing eight hours or ten hours because I'm I'm more productive the yeah. problem is that it's it's split, split up uh, between two mm. two parts of the day like the as I said the the part before 3 30 uh, in the afternoon I, I'm free and after the kid is asleep uh, which is probably around 9 or 10 uh, every day. So I have, I really have these two um, parts of my days, uh, job, family, and job again. So, yeah, that's the short answer. Yeah, but of. sometimes it's not bad having those um, time separations in there. And, well, if you're... I think it's... Uh, how do you say that? To keep a certain timeline is always mm -hmm. important. Like, I try to do that at work. I mean, I work in sales, so when I'm on the road, obviously i can't do that yeah but like when i'm at the hotel in the evening i also do my reports and finish all of that so basically paperwork for me is in the evening yeah when i'm at the office i always have my like checking emails in the morning uh checking linkedin in the morning because this is when like i started pretty early at like seven mm -hmm. so most customers won't write or call until like 8 30 ish yeah. so that gives me one and a half hours to go over the like maybe emails that arrived late in the evening the day before and also about all the the linkedin posts the companies like the newsletter like going through all of that for the information to read through that and then it's like the daily business starts where i just work down my list and then after lunch is usually then when i switch over to do like the project work that we have to do for marketing and other stuff yeah. like that like the timelines like working down the to-do lists the other things of course we are, everybody's interrupted if, if a customer calls yeah. then i have to stop whatever i'm doing and uh, cater to the needs of the customer at that moment yeah. but um it's nice to have or it say let's put it that way it helps immensely to get a automated system that goes into your blood like after doing that for a couple of weeks that, so that's so for example true. if after the kid is at bed and you use that time to go like over your um internet presence like or doing your instagram posts like you, you can do the research when it's the best time to propose but mm -hmm. for us europeans that's usually in the evening because yeah. that's the morning in um uh, like the us the united states in the united. Yeah. yeah so that might be a good time to prepare posts for the next fo or for the following days stuff like that yeah that's a that's a good point how do you do uh, that Raz? how do you keep track of your working time that is one of the things as well that I want to get better at yeah. uh, in the next year. 
I, in 2021, I was fairly good of writing down a small blurb every single day about what happened, what I did. Yeah. Not a full diary kind of thing, but more like, okay, I, I spent these hours in the workshop. I worked on this. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe somewhere between like just writing down a small report for myself and journaling yeah. what happened. Which, which also I realized was kind of nice to just clear my head a little bit. Mm-hmm. And also in hindsight to look back and see like, ooh, okay, so over the last three months, here's here's how many hours I actually spent at the workshop compared to what I budgeted for. And how much time did it take me to do all of these office things? How much time did I spend on editing and replying to emails? Yeah. And I mean, depending on how down into the details you want to go, but... I weren't happy with that system I had to do that because it was basically just writing a long list mm-hmm. without keeping any, without gathering information and keeping track of things. Yeah. So over the last two weeks in my mind, I was sort of going over, okay, I want to get back to this because I feel like I need to keep more control or get a bit more control over how I spend my time. Yeah. And, and it also means like I need to go over my budget and see like how is my hourly rate compared if for a, a, my hourly shop rate compared to the amount of time it actually takes me to get down to the workshop and do work. Yeah. Because if it takes me one hour of office work to get down to the workshop and work for one hour, mm-hmm. then my shop rate needs to be twice what I sort of do yeah. productively, so to speak. Yeah, yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, it does. Mm-hmm. I have a question. You, you said you were fairly good in 2021 to do that, at doing yeah. that, right? And and so you dropped it in 2022 for some reason? Yeah, I can see when the last thing I wrote was. Uh, I'm not sure why, honestly. So, so that was my I question. I missed a couple of days and then I did a day and then I went back and it's like, oh, now I haven't done that for years okay. or months. Because understanding, just slipped out. understanding why you, you dropped it, uh, would be would be when dancing yeah yeah that's probably no, it. let's uh, blame it on the dancing ah we blame it on the boogie there's yes. a song or on Elden Ring check the last time you wrote I'm pretty sure it was like the day before Elden Ring was was, yeah, was out yeah. um, where is that now you see like how, how it's like the handwriting and then you see how it's getting like gibberish and suddenly you see like circles squares and x, x square yeah l1 l2 yeah, yeah. i don't even find see where i left that page in notion now maybe i know it's yeah. here somewhere but no i think i need more time to actually find that to actually tell you when the last time was yeah, which might right. also explain why i haven't done that in a while because i lost the system apparently yeah maybe maybe it's, it's yeah. why or maybe you um, just didn't need it at uh, at that time anymore or you just have Could to be. push it back into focus maybe oh that's too smooth yeah too smooth <laughs> well done though i try I have my I th- moments. Yeah, no, I think we can go right into it. I mean, I, I was I was sort of half thinking like, oh, I can go a lot down into the details of how I try to manage my time and deal with all of that. Mm-hmm. But I think it's just sums up to the fact of uh, you as a self, being self-employed yeah. or if you are managing people, you need to sort of know how much productive time you're getting out of someone Absolutely, yeah. compared to how much you're paying them. Because that's never the same number. I think I heard a statistic saying that in like a, the corporate world, the average is like three and a half hours of productive time a day. Which is ridiculous. Yeah, but then think of the 
the the structuring around paying someone for eight no, no, hours I, when you I, only get three I, and a half back. For sure, it's like absolutely crazy. Which is what we are doing as well. That's what we are doing as self-employed as well. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But it's kind of also, at, at least when I heard that, it made me go like, oh... I mean, I don't need to be like balls to the walls, hardcore working for eight hours Absolutely. to make things go around. Yeah. I just need to structure everything else around how much productive time I can actually fit into a week. Yeah, but it, I mean, if you go to the extreme, you could be working two hours a week if your shop rate would be like $20,000 an hour. Yeah. See? Yeah, I mean, so, it could be. So it, it really depends on, on what you want to gain from your work and, and compared to the time, the energy and, and resources that you put into it. So mm. the efficient uh, way of, of finding that number is really hard. It, I, I think it's really, it's way easier for companies to do that because it's a, built on an old system that is really well known now. Uh, I mean, yes and no. Uh, I don't know enough about this, but my impression anyway is that when you're talking about a large enough group of people, mm -hmm. it, it, you can work to averages a lot easier than when you're talking about specific people. Yeah. The, 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 so yeah. So it's it's very easy when you just know. It, it's like when when we were scheduling or planning out food for scouting trips. Mm -hmm. How much bread do we need to buy? A lot. No, no, there's a formula for it. It's an easy formula for it. You you count two slices of bread per person per meal. Are you crazy? And there's twenty and there's twenty four uh, twenty four slices in one loaf of bread on average. That's the formula for it. If, That's if, how you calculate it. If one day you have for me for lunch and you just give me two slices of bread, I'm gonna get no, angry no, no, no. at the end of it. This of is the... the average, and this is what we used when we came came to, came to kids. Yeah, yeah. Some I know. girls, some small girls, would eat one. Or four. And then there's monsters like me who would eat like seven if someone gave me the chance. Absolutely. But because there's, it averages out. Yeah, no, no, it I'm, works. I'm, I'm just and, kidding, and but maybe that's you true. buy like yeah. one extra per every ten or something. But as soon as you, you just need to learn sort of what are the general rules of things. Mm -hmm. And one basic one that I think a lot of people who go self-employed or want to make a living off their craft yeah. is that you, you actually need to get paid for the time it takes you to get to work. Absolutely. It's, I mean, it should, it should be. I mean, your office. Jan, they pay you for the time it takes you to go to work. They need to pay you enough so you can afford to have a car and buy the petrol or diesel to get there, right? Yeah, it's all from the company, but I kind of... No, I, I yeah, but they idea. are paying well, for, to give you the car so you can yeah, go to work. Yes, and it's basic, but it's also of uh, bouncing or uh, workloads that are coming in. Because work, especially in sales, is never like on an equal level. I'm I'm completely honest. There are there were days last year, like especially during Corona, where I could have like I was at the office, and I could have just switched off the PC, go home, and none of it. Like there was nothing happening. Those are the worst days, by the way. I I hate it when there's yeah. like no workload. But then there's other days, like the next day, suddenly the go phone crazy. goes crazy, and you can yeah. work 12, 14 hours like skip lunch mm -hmm. so it's always about finding the balance also it's like it's not just for somebody that's like working corporate or somebody that's self-employed what i find really important is there are people that i know like two people work or i used to know at a workplace two people working in the same office having the same workload mm -hmm. one was finished within three hours because he was efficient with his time and the other mm -hmm. one needed the whole day yeah 
It was yeah. the same amount of work. The quality, they, they both were the same quality. I'm not saying that one had better quality than the other one, but just the other one was so. This is why I always say it's like if you are organized and you know what you have to do and you split your work over the day or like over the right amount, then you can either like if you need to stay busy the whole day or you can pump it out within three hours with this without a loss of quality. Yeah. What's important at the end of the day is that the two guys did the job, both of them same quality exactly yes and both of them were happy with the way the one guy was just like working three hours and then was goofing off basically the rest of the day yeah and was really happy with it like burst work of it and the other one was just like taking his time but really thoroughly going through everything yeah um because this was the way he worked but if and you are the the boss of these two guys you see one finishing his workload in three and a half hours and you see the other taking the whole day the the reflex would be to give more work to the first one or to shout at the second one to be more uh, efficient and or yeah. quicker and yes, that would and that, be a bad reflex and that's, and that and that's mm. what makes basically a bad boss because it's like well if they both of the work if they say well if it can be done in three hours mm -hmm. then he's not having enough work But this is not true because they kind of like um, he, he when he started he didn't do that work in within three hours. It yeah. took him also the whole day. Yeah. He just optimized and got better at it, and exactly. it's just a routine that he's following that exactly. allows him to to get faster through that. And yes, theoretically he could do more work, but this is where it goes because you also you you have to fully concentrate. So he fully concentrates for three hours on that, exactly. While the other one only concentrates for like. 10 15 minutes that's like a lighter task goes back to it another 15 minutes it's just a different way of working exactly so if you rush the second one taking the whole day it will scrub the job and if you put more workload on the first one doing the the his task in three and a half hours it will it will overload the guy and it will be not efficient exactly. anymore so exactly, my point yeah. being or make mistakes yeah or make mistakes my point being just adopt the system that that works for you as long as you're doing the job i mean that's okay you, nobody has to tell you how to work it's so personal i mean i i've seen posts on instagram uh, from id um, saying that she has sold that many pieces last year and and done that many stuff last year that's also that's crazy a job. yeah And that was yeah. absolutely insane to me because she has a family. Uh, she's a wife. She's a mother. She's also a daughter. She has a family, uh, like uh, her parents. Yeah. She's doing. She's working full time, and aside from that, and and working in the house because you have to do the groceries and the cleaning and so on. She managed to do so much on her side business. I was I was really impressed. Uh, and and that that's yeah. something that I she's a machine. She yeah she's 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 awesome absolutely because she she produces so much with so passion so so much passion that she's really an inspiration to me because yeah that's that's the kind of thing that I want to get closer or good or better at this year like producing more and 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 be as efficient as she is in every aspect of, of her life. So the, the good the good news yeah. right is it's all practice. I, I yeah really I'm sure I, I know. 
I know. Uh, I, I, and I used to be super efficient at, at a lot of stuff, but being in that space, in it's it's like really new to me. The space, the the schedule has, has been changing a lot these past month, and and so I have to readapt and and find the new way of doing things. But yeah, I'm I'll be focusing on that this year. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> Raz, do you have something this week? Yes. Cobra Kai, the final season. Oh. It's... Okay, so first off, I am 10 minutes away from finishing oh, the final season. Why? Because of you fuckers, because we don't record on time. <laughs> and this time I was on time, but Fred wasn't. Yeah, so that, there's that's that. true. I was late. This is the sacrifice I make now, right? Thank you. I just want you to know. Yeah. Uh, but it's, it's Cobra Kai. It... it it's so fucking hilarious I mean having the background in martial arts like I do mm-hmm. I'm sitting there and I'm seeing like no there's a gap you could have punched the guy you could have won that fight there uh, that you see in the editing mm-hmm. probably you need to have a bit of experience or maybe not maybe you just need to have done a, some martial arts and then you notice that yeah. that's weird that's kind of off and all of that and I can't stop looking at it but also it's so cheesy. It's so hilarious. Mm-hmm. They know this is not a serious TV show. Yeah. But at the same time, it can be so incredibly heartwarming and feel good yeah. and inspiring. Yeah. I, and then it's all about karate and it tickles my fancy very, very much. I need to get back at it. I, I stopped yeah. at the end of season three, I believe. Uh, so I, I, yeah, I need and to... Uh, by all means, I think season three might be the weakest. Mm-hmm. There's also parts in season four where it just feels silly. Yeah. But they, I think season five is supposed to be the last one. Okay. It feels like it's the last one. And yeah, uh, very much with 10 minutes left on the episode, I would be impressed if they managed to pull off some cliffhanger that will make this last cool. uh, longer. But with that caveat of I'm missing 10 minutes, <laughs> I think this is a really, really strong end to a TV show. Okay. Wait, that was enough time for me to Google that. Actually, is what's going to happen is... Payback <laughs> <laughs> time. What about you, Jan? Um, mine is neither a show nor YouTube Insta or any of that. It's actually my focus is on the poor people of California at the moment, um, oh. which are completely are drowning at the moment. Um, okay. I don't know. Come it's on. Like, they it's were complaining not... about the drought for years. Yes, they're either burning or drowning. So um, I really feel bad about it. Like huge parts of Montecito, like the last I read is that huge parts of Montecito got evacuated. Oh. Um, it's been raining nonstop. Um, streets have turned into rivers. And from my experience, like living in Santa Barbara, is that they're used to some rain, but not that amount of rain. So um, okay. there's the dangers of mudslides again. The last time something like that happened, um, I think the 101 was covered completely from a mudslide and it took days to, to clean it off. There's already been deaths. So wow. uh, my thoughts are with the people of Cali at the moment, everyone out of the May community and still like, like anyone living there at the yeah. moment. I hope that they're going to stay safe and get through it really well because that's kind of like because i have family over in california so this i saw some of their pictures they send me and i'm just like i've I've never seen anything like that in in cali like there's maybe some other parts in the world where it's normal to have those floodings but not in cali yeah okay good chat we're thinking of you guys stay strong 
and I have to uh, follow no, that. Oh, yeah, it's right. easy to make fun of. It's easy to make fun of California being like uh, the sort of a land that doesn't seem to have want to have people living in it because either it's a drought, either it's a fire, fire, or it's yeah. drowning, or there's storms. But yeah, no, uh, extreme weather sucks no matter what Absolutely. kind it is. Yeah. And and that's crazy because the, from our uh, perspective, like in France, when you see California on TV, it's always like. It looks like paradise on Earth. Oh yeah, it's, it's sunny, like twenty six degrees Celsius and sunny. That's that's yeah. Santa Barbara. Damn. And well. San Diego and LA and yeah, no, right so now it's strong. completely it's a complete shit show at the moment. Okay. Well, on a lighter note, um, I'm going to talk about um, God of War Ragnarok. <laughs> Didn't wait, 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 wait? Hold on. Wasn't that your thing last Probably. week as well? Uh, I, I, I was talking about uh, God of War last week. This week, I'm talking about the, the sequel, the second game, Ragnarok. Or was it Ragnarok uh, already last week? Anyway, uh, I don't care. No, it's, it's a good game. Yeah. Just so, yeah. Okay, no, sorry. God of War <laughs> were uh, nearly a month ago, so you're good. Okay, so I'm good. Okay, so God yeah. of War, uh, I finished... God of War Ragnarok. Okay. Ragnarok. It's the sequel of the game. It you can find it everywhere. Uh, if you are into video games, first do the the God of War, the first one. It's a really good game, and and it uh, explains the situation. Uh, and you you need knowledge for the second one. The second one is absolutely crazy. It's so much longer and enjoyable than I have anticipated. It's it was coming really close to be the game of the year. Uh, Elden Ring won. Uh, I haven't. Of course. Yeah. Apparently, <laughs> it's the best game of the year. Obviously, uh, I will do yeah. that as soon as I am done with God of War. But at the moment, yes, you will. I am enjoying uh, playing the. Uh, I'm almost at the end of the game. Uh, it's not for everyone because it's like you are killing a lot of monsters and stuff. Uh, but it's a really, really good game. If you like good stories, wonderful, beautiful landscape and, and games, wonderful music, really, really good story, you will enjoy God of War. Uh, Ragnarok so that's it and also uh, season 2 of Alice uh, in Borderlands is out on Netflix and it's a really good Japanese show if you are into uh, survival games and weird uh, Japanese acting um, you can Ooh, go okay. watch that because it's it's a it's a fun series on Netflix. So Alice uh, in Border Game. Alice is actually the name of the the main character. It's a guy. So it's uh, Alice in Borderland. In Borderland, yeah. What, yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. I found it. Uh, and it's it's fun. The plot quickly. Three guys, three friends. They are living in Tokyo. Uh, they are having fun. They are kind of useless useless in society. And one day, the whole population of Tokyo disappear. They are the three one left in the city, oh. and they have to participate uh, to to play in a game, in a survival game. Uh, if you fail, you die. So in order to survive, you have to win the games. And 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 it's uh, yeah, it's a fun fun series on on Netflix. So give it a try if you're into that. It's a little bit like bloody, but it's it it's really fun and well done. Okay. So yeah, that's nice. mine this week. And that's it. Any last little tiddly bits? Nope. Oh, uh, no. I'll keep that for later. Final answer? Mm, I'll call a friend. 
Yeah. Yeah, he's 50-50. No, like I said on the beginning, um, we are going to forge those log dogs for Ukraine. And if you are in Norway and want to help out, please do reach out. And if you're not in Norway and want to help out, uh, also reach out and we can see how we can make that work. Because they definitely need all the help they can get. Yeah. And apart from that, you can find me at... I'm Rasmus Loon. You can find me all of the places and Loon's Medotano. And I'm Red. And you can find me at everywhere on Red Smith or The Red Smith uh, on the internet. And Nerdinvender. And you can find me at Nerdinvender.com where there are links to all the socials. Nice. Thank you all for listening. Yeah. Have a good week. Bye-bye. Have a good week, everyone. Bye.